Today's New Testament scripture reading is Ephesians chapter 4. As a prisoner in the Lord, then, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have received, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, and with diligence to preserve the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Now to each one of us, grace has been given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. This is why it says, When he ascended on high, he led captives away and gave gifts to men. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is the very one who ascended above all the heavens in order to fill all things. And it was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to equip the saints for works of ministry, and to build up the body of Christ, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, as we mature to the full measure of the stature of Christ." Then we will no longer be infants, tossed about by the waves and carried around by every wind of teaching and by the clever cunning of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into Christ himself who is the head. From him the whole body, fitted and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love through the work of each individual part. So I tell you this. And insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their hearts. Having lost all sense of shame, they have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity, with a craving for more. But this is not the way you came to know Christ. Surely, You heard of him and were taught in him, in keeping with the truth that is in Jesus, to put off your former way of life, your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor, for we are all members of one another. Be angry. Yet do not sin, do not let the sun set upon your anger, and do not give the devil a foothold. He who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing good with his own hands, that he may have something to share with the one in need. Let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up the one in need and bringing grace to those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, outcry and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and tender-hearted to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. This is God's word. God's love is a key theme in this book of Ephesians. Note, God predestined us in love, according to chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. 
God made us alive in Christ because of his great love for us, according to chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. God wants us to be rooted and established in his love, according to chapter 3, verse 17. God wants us to know his love, even though it surpasses knowledge, according to chapter 3, verse 19. Here in Ephesians 4, these truths about God's love were applied. In verse 1, Paul urged the believers to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. That calling is the calling to know and love God, to receive the gift of salvation by grace in Christ, as we see in Ephesians 1, 18 and 19, which says, The hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That's the NIV's reading of verses 18 and 19 of chapter 1. Having described that calling in chapters 1 through 3 of Ephesians, Paul now urged the believers in chapter 4, verse 1, to live a life worthy of the calling. How do you do that? Well, the rest of chapter 4 lays it out. Verse 2 says, be humble and gentle. That's how you walk worthy. Verse 2 also says, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Verse 3 says, keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Verses 7 through 16 tell us to grow in spiritual maturity through the gift of the church and its leaders. Verses 17 through 22 tell us to put off the old self. And verses 23 through 32 tell us to put on the new self. All of these are the ways in which we walk worthy of the calling that we have, the love that God has given to us in his calling. Now I noted at the beginning of today's devotional that God's love is a key theme in Ephesians. And I reviewed the key passages that mention God's love. Look now in today's chapter at all the ways love is intertwined with living a life worthy of that calling. Verse 2 says, if we're living a life worthy of that calling, we're going to bear with one another in love. Verse 14 says, we will speak the truth in love. Verse 16 says, the whole body builds itself up in love. A big part of living up to the calling of our salvation is living a life of love. Just as God loved us and called us to faith, Now we live out that faith by loving one another in the church. We bear with one another, speak the truth to one another, and build each other up in the body, all in love. In our church, is there someone you find hard to put up with? Verse 2 says to bear with them. Now, don't leave the name in the comments or anything. In our church, is there someone you should speak truth to in love? Verse 14 says, you should. Taking on that difficult conversation in a loving way, speaking the truth to that person's good, rather than avoiding the real issue, is how you live according to the loving call God extended to us. In our church, who do you need to build up in love? Who is hurting? Who is missing in our worship gatherings? Who needs to learn some life or ministry skills that you could teach them. Building them up in love is how we live according to God's gracious, loving call in our lives. Just as God loved us when we were unlovely, we should bear with the unlovely in love. Just as God spoke truth to us through the gospel when he loved us, so we should speak the truth in love to others around us. Just as God is building godliness in us, according to verse 24, we should build each other up in godliness because we love God and love his people. These are some of the loving ways we can live a life worthy of God, the God who in love has called us to be in Christ. 
So let's emulate God's love in our lives and think about some specific ways we can show Christ's love as described in this chapter to others that we know here in our church. May God help you to think through who you should love and how you should love them. And I'll see you next time. Have a great day.